0: Welcome back to Long Life Short Stories. I'm Darcelle Dillers-Sweet and this is my summer interview series. Today I am with the amazing professional tennis coach, Jessica Watts, my tennis coach. Someone who taught me how to hold my racket right. Jessica, all right, let's talk what gets you out of bed every day
1: what gets you moving well first of all thanks so much for inviting me on i can't believe i have such the honor especially following tim but you know people people you get me out of bed in the morning right so we're in the same industry in a way right we deal with people different people of all walks of life day in and day out and every day we get to learn every day we get to learn from other people who may not have our viewpoints and we get to learn from people who may not have our same backgrounds i get to understand what brings people and community together and i think that is incredibly beautiful right the other thing that gets me out of bed in the morning is my son i have a two-year-old so whether i want to get out of bed or not he ensures that that happens bright and early but i've also learned from him to make sure i take time for myself in the mornings to reflect to get my day started so that i'm not rushed when he wakes me up so i'm there for him and i think that's taught me a lot but in our industries, we have to be on. We have to be on all the time. I
0: love it, I love it. You know, there's a lot of passion in sports and it does bring people together. What got you into tennis? I mean, that's a journey that I've never really think I've ever asked you.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was actually supposed to be in business, clear, clear back. Uh, well, originally I was supposed to be a lawyer. Then I was like, eh, no, I think I'm gonna go in business. But I kept coming back to the tennis sports. I was working two full-time jobs. I was working actually as a green, like lead AP, which is the USGBC Green Building Council. I was representing them. Clear back when it first started, and it was exciting because it was an opportunity for me to learn a lot. But I couldn't give up my other gig, which was teaching tennis. And I was killing myself, obviously, because that's what you do when you're young. And I was like what do i really want here like one of these jobs calls to me and i look forward to going and the other one doesn't like it feels like work and i really saw the weight of what athletics gives people, right? Like, I mean, Utah has a lot. I grew up in Utah. There's a lot of rural communities. There was a lot of lacking tennis opportunities for people across the state. And you know, when you see that, your goal then becomes, how can we grow this? How can we introduce the sport to them? And when you invest all that time, suddenly, like, you're in it 10 years later. and now even longer than that. And you start realizing that these kids who have started growing up are telling you that you made an impact, right? That it was you who motivated them to do it. It was you who motivated them to be on the high school team. And oh my gosh, now this person who never wanted to hit in front of anyone suddenly can play on a high school team, which is incredible, right? I mean, that is what sports gives you. It gives you an opportunity to grow as an individual. Gives you an opportunity to believe in yourself in a different way and even though tennis is isolated compared to other sports and it's an individual sport. You know, there's still a lot of team in it. There's still at the high school, college levels, even if you're traveling or doing anything else, there's all of these people around all the time. So you're learning how to fight your own internal battles, but you're also developing social skills and confidence and independence as you go about your life as well. So it's kind of a dual thing, a little bit different than something like soccer, but a different way to grow. And these people coming time and time again, with this self belief that they never thought they'd be able to achieve kind of makes it hard to walk away. And it's not just the kids. I've had plenty of adults who have been in the same boat across other sports, aside from tennis, tennis, paddle, pickleball, and most of them think they're too old to even get started. And it's not everybody has a beginning. Like everybody has the first day of the story. And I think that makes it so exciting.
0: Well that brings me to my last question and it kind of dovetails into exactly how you and I met. Here I was, the older student, a lot mm-hmm. of translation, uh, twisted my ankle on the second lesson, remember that?
1: Yep, I did.
0: That's right. So what do you tell people in that realm of older who are looking for something to do, especially post this pandemic, to keep yep. healthy, to stay going, but they're afraid?
1: Yeah, you know, change is hard. Change is scary. Learning things that are new are scary. I find it so interesting that I have met so many adults and we think that we know each other. We like, we know ourselves now. Like I've got this, I'm in a position in my life like where I know all about me. And it's so interesting how as soon as I step on the court it's like all of that goes away. It's like, oh no, no, no. I don't trust myself. I don't think I can do it. Like I'm not good enough yet. Oh, that's too advanced for me. No. Like every single person starts somewhere every day with every single thing. And there's a lot of things that, I mean, please, I have a husband who is super athletic. So if I were to spend my days like being insecure about trying new things, like I probably would be divorced at this point. But yeah, you know, you have to believe and give yourself slack, right? So I have to believe in myself, but I also have to realize this is my first time. Right? You have to give credit where credit is due. So I have a son who is a praxic, and that means basically that there's a disconnect from his speaking. Like he, his brain doesn't communicate properly to his mouth. So he may want to say something he doesn't, he can't articulate in his mind what it is he wants to say. Eventually he'll get there, but it takes a lot of work and patience, right? And one of the biggest lessons for me, and it really applies back to this is, that I can't compare him to anyone else, right? I can't compare his progress or how many words he has for his milestone with anyone else. My husband and I not too long ago were thinking, oh my gosh, like he hasn't progressed enough. Like, and we were worried about it. I took out my journal that I'd been doing and I try not to look back because I'm focused on being forward and going forward. And I mean, his amount of words in the past six months have tripled, right? but it's so easy to get lost in it in the moment. Like we were, here we were doing the whole no, 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 and we're not doing enough, we're not successful enough. And here we are with all of this progress. But as long as we can take baby steps forward, we won, right? And that's all we can ask of ourselves. And the same thing is with life. That's why I made the example um, of my son because sports mirrors life so much. We have to give ourselves some slack, right? We have to support each other. We have to believe each other. When I say, Darcelle, you've got this. Like you just learned this an hour ago. Are you kidding me? Like you did amazing. And you have to believe that, right? And that's what motivates you to come back, right? And and I think that's what motivates me to continue being a mom and working my butt off with apraxia. It's what motivates me to, keep going you know. with kids who even have disabilities that I teach. I teach a lot of disability kids. Um, Some people don't have the patience for that, but it's the baby steps and I celebrate that, right? And that there's no greater joy. When you look back and you see a lifetime of achievement, the problem is whether we even realize it's happening. And I think we can all do better with that.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Those were just such words of wisdom. And I know our audience listening to this, even if you're out there and you've never tried tennis, if you get a coach like Jessica, you're going to soar because I soared. I got my C-string, C-swing down now. And I can actually remember that the steps I have to make to make that back forehand means I got to turn the whole body. Yeah. Jessica, thank you for your story. Thank you, everyone out there for listening, tuning in today. And stay tuned for the next episode of my summer interview series What's Your Story on Long Life Short Stories. I am Darcel Diller sweet with the amazing Jessica Watts signing off.